What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Guava Girl podcast. I just started recording and I'm a little nervous now because I have an audience, but I'm going to be talking about some problems that go on and can really discourage you from having private clients. Now, (laughs) this is a very impromptu live and training, but um, I was just kind of, what led me to to talk about this was that I was working on my, I hope this audio isn't too loud because that would be, that would not be good, right? All right, so hopefully that's better. Um, (laughs) I... I was working on my desk and I was going through this project that I'm working on, which is getting this show sponsored with a real sponsor um, because I have made many efforts to get the show sponsored. And I was going through my email and I came across an email thread kind of conversation. What do you call those? Like, they are kind of like folders in, in my opinion, but um, where I where I basically got you know I reached out to a brand, which and then I, they had turned me down at that time, and so I was looking for that to see if I can reach out again, and literally so I I take forever to write the email back, and then when I send it, it goes to an un, an invalid email box, an active email box, but thankfully they were like, hey, this email doesn't work, but go ahead and send an email to this person, they can help you. I was like, okay, so let me go ahead and take this whole email conversation into <laughs> another email and forward it to this new person and explain to them what I'm doing because I'm really needing them to because the reason why they turned me down, I think it was just a really dumb, 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 dumb reason. And I will share the reason if you make it to the end of the podcast episode. Um, but the what I was just dealing with, like, oh my God, this is what I do all day. I literally bottleneck myself or just this stuff is so, it takes time. Um, but what was I saying? The what happened okay so then i sent that email and i sent and i had to do the whole hey i i spend so i hate semantics that's the whole part about reaching out to brands is that you're like you're playing a dance of semantics and positioning and it just makes me a nervous wreck so i don't do it I just sell courses and programs instead but i'm really trying to put myself out there and i'm really trying to get this show sponsored appropriately um and so whatever i'll deal with it and so i sent out that email it took me another like hour and i do stuff in between like i'm trying to eat i'm trying to live my life like sometimes you know i just that's what i'm doing today and then i sent it and then guess what i got another this email was inactive response so this person i'm like wow okay four sigmatic oh did i say oh my god all right whatever their their employee retention rate let's go and then i got another email so thank but you know they do have really great 
email responder. They're like, hey, you know, we're gonna go. so they gave me another person. And so I got to email that person. But that's what prompted me to talk to you first. Because then I was like, okay, now I need to just go live about this. Because this is what I do all day. And um, it was the aspect of that we show up so much like I we show up for everyone we show up for ourselves like we try to I try to show up for myself every morning first you know I thankfully I wake up naturally pretty early um this morning I broke my routine of just not like of just kind of going from my bed to my computer um I went outside I don't know I try to do those things for myself because it's important but we still are prioritizing ourselves to show up for everyone else other people and um it's really hard i don't know sometimes it's like you you gotta show up for yourself you you have to show up for yourself harder um and so i'm glad i'm recording a podcast episode because this really does go into private client problems um, and I will share just some of the biggest problems or discouraging issues that go on when it comes to signing private clients. And I do want to let you know that this summer I am taking on um, private clients in my new six-week private coaching program, CEO Sprint. And um, I'm doing discovery calls for that, which you can book in my Instagram bio. And if that is interesting to you, we should talk. But the biggest issues that go on with private clients is one, um, well, the thing is like, people struggle with private coaching clients because they struggle with commitment and loyalty. A lot of people that I see in my community, they duck out of contracts early. Hey everyone, I came into the middle of the episode because I didn't, Um, talk enough about the word, the C word, (laughs) the word commitment, because something that's been really, um, a really big tip is that if you are calling in those private clients, trust me, they are out there. Trust me, someone just wants to work one-on-one with you. They are probably over the grupitos. They are probably over the courses or um, just not paying for that like tailored one-on-one support so commitment is huge right a lot of people can struggle with commitment and um i don't want you to be one of those people on the like on the other side of that so um something that you can do is just call out to your ideal client i'm looking for someone who is going to be committed and if you struggle like if this is something that you're interested in but you're holding yourself back how about you sign up so that way you can prove yourself that you can you can stay committed and that you can trust a process and i think that will really change the dynamic of how you sell private coaching um really versus kind of any other offer or program um that's kind of my biggest tip uh sorry this episode dropped a little bit late um the doggy got really sick and we're moving Um, this weekend. So we're doing one of our first uh, drives down 
to the 305 with a U-Haul truck. Um, and I don't even know what date is. It is literally, I saw this meme today. What did it say? Because how am I gonna deal with like five days of struggling and two days of, of not struggling and then just go back to five more days of like dealing with the struggle? That's what the weeks are like sometimes for me. Um, but I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the episode and um, have a great, great show. Um, a lot of people can't afford private coaching. There's also the, the aspect of private coaching. Um, if you do masterminds, which I do and I did, so I know about this. Um, <laughs> everyone kind of knows like private coaching or like if you're doing a mastermind, like, oh, like I just want to do mastermind because like it's like assume it's less money than private coaching and it's still a lot of support and they can, people can like tolerate other people and stuff like that but that's not what a mastermind should be so it oh it leaves a lot of gaps and it leaves a lot of people to kind of be a little defenseless and i had a situation happen to me i've had several situations that happened to me that kind of like really made me feel discouraged but this situation happened and um, I want to share with you about it because it can help you and it doesn't need to happen again, okay? So one time, um, someone came in to my lead pool and I knew who this person was because they were just, they were, I was kind of surprised that they reached out to me because I was like, wow, you are, you have such a, wow, like you want to hire me, cool. And I still felt confident and things like that but we did a sales call and this was at the point for my highest so this is a this story i'm telling it because this was for my actually highest sale for twenty five thousand dollars private coaching for six months and at that time i did have a lot of people who were interested at that kind of investment and container and this was the first person who kind of like i got to the end of the sale and the contract and the first payment and everything like that so that was like huge for me um i gave this person my all i showed up so hard for her looking back i showed up in a way that was very pleasing for her and i feel like she was just not an ideal client fit. She had um, also just different set of like aligned values as I do. And so it didn't work out, but that didn't excuse the way that this person acted so out of integrity because I gave her my all after like, I don't know, like a couple weeks, like we did maybe one or two calls and I would check up on her and Voxer. And of course, like, you know, every time you do an intensive with someone, so I do intensives now too. If you, if, and you actually need to start in an intensive if you want to do CEO Sprint with me, because CEO Sprint is a pretty, really reasonable investment and I can keep it at that investment, but you should do an intensive first because it's so much, I can just help you in an intensive first because um, you can just have kind of results like that right away. And she had those results right away. And then what happens that she turned around and she said, well, I know what I should be doing now, so I don't need a coach and I don't need to be with you for six months. And I just felt totally like, wow, like, because what did I do? I stopped prospecting. I stopped looking for other $25,000 clients. Like I just was so happy and content just serving one person because 
that was just my my issue not just that issue because i had other responsibilities too and so but the way that this relationship was by nature like because i feel like she thought you know oh you know i know you're my i know like i'm your client so i'm going to have you in this like dynamic and it's like dude i just want to help you build startups like that's my like i've i've you would all like that um and it just really makes me upset because i feel like when it comes to your private coaching income that really affected my income you guys like that really affected my income and i had to deal with that by myself or in silence or i had to vent about it to the coach it was at the time and it didn't really allow for me to like understand like why that happened and so i held her so it's like what happens in the contract well you know i don't come unprepared to situations okay and you shouldn't either guava girl so i had a um i had she had signed a contract she signed it it's clear as day if people expect to hold contracts with her they can hold contracts with me and <laughs> there was a clear cancellation policy um, which was pretty high because of this aspect of I gave up prospecting in the in the intention that you were committing to this 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 um, you know exchange of services or rendering of services or whatever coaching whatever it is and um, so I had an attorney send her a letter and those were anytime you are getting the one-on-one -on -one private like you are obtaining services from an attorney, which no one talks about. It's like so much like, like I got paid, paid like it just, so sent her a letter. Um, didn't, she didn't, she pretended it didn't exist. And that was so dismissive of her. And this person again, like from a totally different, now in totally different community, like, hemisphere and that totally turned me off from private coaching for like a year and I I took private clients on they were friends there were people really near me but I didn't really take the time to get really clear on who is my ideal client and who should be my ideal client um, because it shouldn't just be anyone who can afford it right and it shouldn't be anyone who can see my business and see it as I'm gonna take what I want because I really like what they're doing because what they did worked and I'm just going to take that because that's what I believe I paid for and I'm going to you know I don't know it's just really it's problematic but <laughs> the the truth is from a from a value driven aspect for your business if you are having issues with private coaching clients because of any of these reasons um get really clear on your private coaching offer get clear on what the transformation is and keep coaching clients in that until you are able to scale that that is my biggest advice for you um, before you explore other things I mean I did this I did do this once um, I will go back to when I first did my business I did Instagram audits and I scaled that I scaled that 
but I didn't really do a lot of private coaching. I went right into Guava Boss Mastermind and um, it was a journey all from there. But I definitely understand the the going around and like going all over the place because you can build an online business in so many different ways. And that's how I saw it too. But um, you can create great results. You can get better in your delivery. You can get better in your testimonial requests and your contracts and you can protect yourself and you're gonna get, you you are gonna get, um, like I hope what happened to me doesn't happen to you, obviously. But something else is gonna happen to you and it's gonna discourage you and you have to get up back on it because you have to support yourself. Like I have to support myself, I have to sell intensives and CEO sprints um, or literally like like I don't know <laughs> business won't make revenue like that is that's the that's the survivor mentality that we want to get out of and we work on that every single day as business owners we really want to create something sustainable so that way we can um, create a disrupt our industry and our market and all those things so I don't know if there's a anything else to say about this podcast episode but those are some problems when it comes to private coaching um other problem and that was my story um did i say that i would tell the reason for why i got turned down for this brand um and my response back this is the thing these brands should have hired me like i think i i'm so hireable but maybe I'm not because I'm saying stuff like that. Um, so the reason why they turned me down um, was because my podcast didn't have, um, my episodes didn't go up to, they said they only sponsor shows with 20,000 downloads or plays. And I was like, wow, that's a lot. I'm only at 1,200 or 1,800. I don't have that many plays. Um, and so I emailed in my email back the first one because I have to still send a third one because the first one and the second one didn't deliver. Um, I have to uh, say, hey, I said, hey, I don't know if you still have the same affiliate strategy because the thing is like, I'm not really seeing your product anymore by anyone. <laughs> um, so let me know if you are still wanting to do something together basically and so we will see where that goes you guys we'll see where the show takes us um i think let's see other other tactical private coaching tips and problems do you don't have to launch private coaching but you do have to you have to just make it work like i don't know what to tell you you have to make it work you have to have a clear application you have to um show up you have to get on live video you have to um you know here's a tip you want a tip go back please and go engage on your profile like your profile go back and respond to people um that really whenever i see my clients kind of not doing that i either tell them or i'm like oh my god please like Please, people want to come back to your profile, you guys, okay? Um, let's see. <sighs> those are, those are, that's it. I don't know if I have anything else. Um, 
but I definitely love private coaching. I have a private mentor. I, I need my support. You hire a coach to be supported, okay? You don't hire a coach for other reasons. <laughs> That's what you're hiring them for. That is what the service is. But the thing is that when you come into the coaching world and you enter into this parallel universe, you are all of a sudden hit with all of these new videos about personal development and you are recommended a ton of books and you are acquired by someone. Someone is going to acquire you through a Facebook ad. They're going to get you and it's a matter of who gets you first. Not really. It's really not a matter of that, but that's just what the like that's just how it is. And so um that's just kind of how it is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that's how you got in. Let's <laughs> share stories. But um, I think it's once you're inside, it's all you see. There's all of these really big claims. There are super strong visuals of wealth and um, glamorizing like achievement and success. And I don't know. I always like feel like I've always felt that um, I've always felt like entrepreneurs were really cool but I didn't think entrepreneur like I didn't I would not really have anticipated so much of a shift of like entrepreneur celebrity culture but I guess it makes sense because it was so strong in coaching that it wouldn't have not been so strong in like now like in 2021 when we're seeing um freaking this dude <sighs> this guy what's this guy um who's this guy <sighs> jake paul jake paul moving to miami okay so this is the thing about miami i'll give you a bonus miami girl diary entry <laughs> the, the tail end of this show i'm live recording a podcast everyone right now um the thing about miami is it's super i want to make all these jokes i'm like it's like the number one fraud city in the world it's um gonna be underwater soon it's has the worst traffic you've ever seen um but the thing is, is that Miami is right now this huge destination of for entrepreneur markets, uh, groups, um, endeavors, um, and there is a lot of opportunity that I want to take advantage of but i don't know how i'm gonna do that yet you know when you just don't have a network or you're not in the city yet you don't know but i am really looking forward to it because i do have a network down there um that is obviously it's where i'm from so i think that <sighs> i don't know i just honestly can't wait to like be eating croquetas all the time and be I'm gonna have a summer in Miami. Like, can you think of anything better? I haven't had a summer in Miami in like six years. I really, really haven't. I didn't spend any summers. I was always like doing school 
or working. <laughs> I swear. I mean, I've been, I've traveled to amazing, beautiful places. I don't want to like discount any of that. But a summer in Miami is just different, okay? That's where I'm from. I know all the places to go. I know where to hang out. I know where to um, just be fun. That's like someone told me, oh, like you just know Miami. People just want to visit Miami and like go to Miami with you. It's like, okay, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I want to do all of that. I want to do all that. But I do need funds and I do need to work on my business and I need to um, kind of see how Victor also like transitions into school and make sure that he likes his schedule and like he feels comfortable with like what he's got going on. You know, we do everything kind of togetherly planned, but I know he'll encourage me to do anything. I just don't know what I want to do. I just, I don't know. I want to do brunches. I want to start with like a brunch or a an actual party. <laughs> like I would, I think I would start to, by doing a party and then at the party launch some coaching or consulting services right then and there, because I'm really serious. I want to be more hands-on in my community and in my business practice. And, um, that's why I have CEO sprint for six weeks. That is a great program. You have five private calls with me and Voxer, and I'm all over you in Voxer every day. And if that's a good fit, if after you like CEO Sprint, then you can join Mastermind. Um, you can do intensive before that, but that's what I am anticipating because I would love to have two clients in Miami who pay me not that's always bad to say who pay me this because like I really need to figure out my expenses first and so I'm very hesitant on like putting prices on things I know the price of Sprint because I know how much like that I, that's such a great value you guys if you would like to book a discovery call with me please go ahead the link is in my bio and I can't believe I'm saying it on a podcast but I'm doing free free discovery calls now and um, I would sell my time, 90 minutes of my time on your business in a one-on-one -on -one intensive first. That is the first baby investment you make. Um, and you can come in after that for private coaching if that is good for you. Or you can join my membership, um, which is also open for enrollment. We are having that on the all, all over my website. Uh, my website also... I definitely always like want to do more changes. I wanted to do a whole shop page sale for spring. Um, and on there, I really wanted to have like just new, like just some the, the offers, right? I'm consolidating a lot of my offers, but the truth is that you, okay. So in my next podcast episode, this is something for you to look forward to. I'm going to talk about my digital marketing makeover. Okay. I'm going to give you the real scoop behind that. Um, but come back. Thank you for listening. Um, I hope that private coaching does not intimidate you anymore or selling high ticket um, or, you know, people who are not in integrity and <laughs> or um, just all those things. I, I hope that it works out because you deserve to have a business that creates an impact. Um, and it is hard to not it's hard to do that when you don't have clients to really do that with or when you have clients who don't really um, see the value that you pour into them or 
Um, it's just like discouraging. So I hope that you rock it and I hope you have a great day and please rate and review this podcast um, for me. (laughs) Um, And I'll talk to you guys soon. See you in the next episode. Bye.